0: Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pony Stampede podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Emboddy coming at you on this Tuesday after a Labor Day weekend of rest following SMU's 56-9 beatdown of Abilene Christian in Ford Stadium, a uh, quite well-filled up Ford Stadium. Very impressive turnout from the students. Uh, solid showing on the west side, which gets that shade. Um, Just overall, really, really good atmosphere for the beginning of the Tanner Mordecai era at SMU, and boy, was it an impressive showing by Tanner Mordecai, who uh, threw for seven touchdowns and set SMU's single-game mark in passing touchdowns. Because of that, he led off with a touchdown to Grant Calcaterra, who uh, obviously he's got a little bit of a connection with from their Oklahoma days, uh, tossed another one to Calcaterra later. Um, and look, I mean, I think you you start with Tanner Mordecai, who helped SMU build the 35-3 halftime lead. And I think overall, I mean, that was about as good as you could have asked uh from him in terms of a of a start. 24 of 30 for 317 yards, seven touchdowns. Um, They were given a short field to begin with on that first scoring drive as well, Uh, and I think the thing that stood out is his ability to stand in the pocket and take hits. You know, Abilene Christian didn't have a bad defensive plan, actually. They did a good job on the run game, committed a lot of linebackers, did a lot of delayed blitzes uh, that they actually caught Tanner Mordecai with in terms of him getting hit when he let the ball go a couple times, and overall um, had the right mindset in terms of playing SMU's offense, I think using those delayed blitzes, using um, their their linebackers to kind of commit to stopping the run. I think other teams that watch the film are probably going to look at that and say that might be the play, uh, and here's why. Just because, you know, you're going to, as you get into AAC play and when SMU faces La Tech and TCU, they're going to have better athletes, and so is, you know, North Texas this weekend uh, in Ford Stadium. But if you're going to take a chance – You know, I know SMU's wideouts are great, but you got to believe these teams on on the schedule are going to be able to cover one-on-one just a little bit better. So you can kind of play a little Russian roulette with it. And, you know, I think Tanner Mordecai did a really nice job. You know, he trusted. uh, The biggest thing I saw from him was he trusted his receivers. Uh, He had Danny Gray, who dropped one, led to a missed field goal. Um, That was a touchdown throw that he got drilled on, uh, and Danny dropped it. Uh, You know, they had uh, Grant Calcaterra dropped one. Sonny Dyke said afterwards it was his only second drop he'd ever seen from Grant. Uh, Roderick Daniels might have been credited with a drop. Uh, One right at the goal line that was just a little tall. But overall, flawless performance, uh, I thought, by Tanner Mordecai. Needs to get a little quicker uh, with his reads. You know, I think that's normal. Game one, uh, hadn't really played a ton in a minute. And obviously getting into a new system with new Players And, and just, uh, you know, I think he just needed a little bit of time. And so you've got North Texas coming in this weekend where he could get a little bit quicker with his reads. Um, SMU is going to be stressing that to him, I'm sure, just because, you know, the speed is only going to pick up. But overall, I mean, Tanner Mordecai trusted his receivers, trusted his uh, preparation. And it, it worked out very well, you know, setting the sing- single game touchdown, uh, passing touchdown record um, and tying uh, the uh, American Athletic Conference uh, single-game record as well. Uh, Grant Calcaterra finished, it, finished with three receptions for 51 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, I think you look at some of the things that uh, you want to clean up. You know, Offensively, at least, I think the offensive line continues to need work. There really wasn't much push up front. I will say we saw at times the running backs, especially Ulysses Bentley, he bounced a couple. Um, which you know, I think the coaching staff is going to want him to kind of continue to trust his downhill style that he's been working on. Um, Trey Siggers, I think, uh, is is going to um, is going to continue to uh, uh, get more carries. Tyler Levine had a good finish. Brandon Epton scored his first career touchdown on his first career carry, and Nolan Matthews also. Uh, speaking of tight ends, three rece- three receptions for fifty yards with two touchdowns. Uh, so they did a great job honestly, getting these transfers, getting some of these guys involved offensively. Um, and I, I feel like though, the offensive line is still just working on consistency. They want them to be a little bit more physical, get a push. But again, there were some things that at least ACU's defense was doing. and I'm not saying this is this is right uh, to kind of cite this, but um, I think you you want them to handle that line a little bit better and that and that, um, and, and that uh, front that Abilene Christian is deploying better than what they did, regardless of the linebackers being pressed quickly into the run game, uh, prioritizing that overall. Uh, so I want to see the offensive line get a little bit better week two. I want to see Ulysses Bentley improve uh, week two. Um, we we uh, look at the defensive side of the ball, and the thing that stood out to me that was excellent was the front front three, I thought were very good. I thought they controlled the line of scrimmage. I thought Jim Levitt and Shadira Uzzurribe did a really good job rotating them and having them in the right positions uh, when it comes to personnel groupings that ACU was in. You know, those short yardage situations, they were just so good at, you know, there was a third and one. There was a 4th-and-1, you know, granted there was a 4th-and-1 stop that was negated by a substitution error that SMU has to clean up on the coach's part, which Sonny Dyke cited. Both SMU's two penalties were coach's fault from what what Sonny Dyke said after the game. So, clean game on that front, no turnovers for SMU. And then also, uh, they forced uh, four turnovers in the game. And uh, that was great to see. You know, uh, they uh, forced four against Memphis in 2020, uh, they had three interceptions. Trevor Denbo uh, made a nice one-handed grab. Isaiah Wachobia, uh And then Brian Massey on, on the last play of the game picked one off. Um, Wachobia, I mean, you want to talk about having a good freshman debut. Forced to fumble and had his first career interception. I think he was kind of lined up at corner or maybe was flexed out based on you know what the, what the formation said. Um, but overall, uh, a strong performance defensively. I thought at times they uh, got caught in a couple of – Play calls that gave them trouble—that quarterback kind of option shuttle pass option thing that they kind of ran there once or twice. They didn't run it until the second half, uh, but that one kind of gave them some issues. Uh, I think they had one bust uh, on a, on a play down the sideline, uh, but overall it was fairly clean. I thought, you know, defensively. I think there are some things you still want to clean up. Uh, see how they go against North Texas, who beat down Northwestern State pretty good. But I thought the Jim Levitt era. Uh, you know, started off pretty well. You know, they, they um, did a really good job, you know, not um, uh, just being in the right spots. You know, I think execution just can improve. I thought the defensive line was as good as advertised. You know, as long as these corners stay healthy, uh, which, you know, they had a couple nicked up, but they're already been ruled. Brandon Crosby's going to play. I think Jahari Rogers is going to play, things like that. Um, but overall, I mean, SMU's in a good spot uh, leaving week one. I think what I want to see in week two is that offensive line step up. That's the biggest thing for me. Uh, that was uh, probably most concerning in the run game. Uh, so just being able to move the line of scrimmage a little bit better is, is what I want to see. And I think it can happen. You know, I don't think it's something that's locked away and unable to happen uh, if you're SMU. And, and who knows, maybe they were being very, very vanilla. Um, and I think there's something uh, to that. But overall, they need to step up. Uh, just their physicality, from what I saw, but Tanner Mordecai wasn't sacked, you know, at the same same time. So I think that thing impresses me, um, you know, as well. You know, pass protection was fine. Again, it was a lot of delayed blitzes, which is really hard um, to to pin on the offensive line in a way. I mean, those delayed blitzes are are great when they work. But if you look at them, you know, at the same token, you're kind of waiting, waiting, waiting. And then you're bringing them, hoping the offense line or sleep. with the same token with an offense like this, you're getting guys that are open. And if Tanner Mordecai's making a quick decision with the ball, the delayed bl- blitz isn't going to, you know, help much. So um, there's kind of that devil's advocate in terms of people saying, OK, well, some of those, you know, he was hit too, too much. But same time, wasn't sacked. They did a good job in that respect. And I think as... The, the season goes along and Tanner Mordecai gets more comfortable, he'll also uh, not be afraid to run the ball either. And I think SMU is going to use him and do that in some situations as well because he moves around very well, at least from what I thought. So overall, I thought SMU played a really good game. Uh, defensively, I want to see uh, probably just a little bit better tackling, um, just improve that consistency. I mean, it's tough to It's probably tougher to really see how a team is playing uh, defensively when you're playing a team like ACU, you know, the turnovers that SMU caused, um, being able to out-physical them at the point of attack in a short yardage situation. Uh, doing those things kind of make a lot more sense when you're playing a team like that versus um, on the offense side of the ball where you could, you know, trust that your receiver is going to get open down the field when you get a delay blitz and just let it fly, and it worked out for Tanner Mordecai, who's very accurate at doing that. Uh, if he keeps that up, you know, that's going to help. And that's going to be uh, the continued case. Because if it's one thing if he's trusting it and that's where he needs to go with the ball and he's either a little late or, um, you know, maybe underthrows it. But if he's dropping him in like he was last uh, on Saturday, that's going to work out and that's going to translate for the most part. So, you know, I think SMU has some things to clean up on both sides of the ball. Uh, the missed field goals, uh, one, I mean – you know, Brendan Hall gets out there for a long field goal try for his first career try, uh, misses. You know, he had the leg. He booted one out of the back of the end zone. You know, some people were saying in the set, you know in the uh, n- uh, other quarters he was not reaching the end zone. But the wind, I looked at it uh, when somebody said it on the board. The wind was full into the face of uh, Brendan Hall trying to kick out kick off. So, um, you know, I think with a regular wind, you're going to see him. Regular wind or very little wind, you're going to see him. Uh, kicking it a couple yards deep into the end zone, and a lot of touchbacks are going to result from that. So uh, you had Brendan Hall miss a long field goal, and then Blake Mazza, uh, his first attempt, uh, Matt Frange gave him the laces. So um, the laces you know might have had something to do with that, but uh, you could see it on the replay, he's kicking right into the laces. So uh, if he's able to hit that square, you know he probably makes it because it wasn't missed by much. So anyway, little things to clean up, season opener, first game, uh, in a minute. You know, SMU didn't have a bowl game and and all that. So anyway, I, I thought SMU played a pretty good ball game for who it was. Uh, Tanner Mordecai got to continue to get quicker in his reads, which I think will come. They'll work in some other wrinkles and things as the season continues to evolve. But overall, good game for SMU. Uh, get an emphatic win to start things off. And now you go into North Texas week uh, looking to face the Mean Green. And we will Catch you guys up on the Mean Green and what to expect from them uh, later in the week as we preview uh, that matchup uh, with the Mean Green for Saturday night in Ford Stadium. We'll keep you updated on all of that. So be sure to uh, keep it locked on PonyStampede.com for that. And leave us a follow wherever you listen to your podcast, a rating and a review, and we will talk to you next time on this edition of the pod. Hope everyone has a great week and thanks for listening.